You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. What's up and welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour with your hosts, Doug Eddy, Tim Keller, and Tyler Gunther. Bring us all inside the huddle. Whether it's in-season or off-season, this is your spot for the best and in in-depth Dynasty fantasy football advice. So let's not waste any more time and get right to it with Doug, Tim, and Tyler with another Dynasty Happy Hour. Hey, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. I am here with Tim and Tyler, as always. Tim, good to see your face again. Thank you. It almost got sticky there. You were without power. For, the internet was down, but we mm. got you back up. I sent in the troops. I put out a, a, a red alert. Mm-hmm. Get Tim Keller's internet working because I need to see his lovely face on this podcast after a week off. Uh, so great to see you again, Tim. And we have our guest. We're going to talk a little bit of IDP this week. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite formats to play in. I'm in... I'm in three dynasty IDP leagues. I used to play in a couple redraft IDP leagues, and I always, always did well in the IDP space. It's a lot of fun. It gives a new wrinkle to the game. So if you're looking to freshen up your, whether it's redraft or dynasty, highly recommend IDP. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, but we're here with Oklahoma Doug. He's he's sparking up a cigar already. He's got a he's got a Golden Girls shirt on with a Niners hat. This dude is, it's absolutely popping for Doug right now. So Doug. Welcome on to the Dynasty Happy Hour. How are you doing? Doug, first of all, great name. Second of all, thanks for having me on, Tyler uh, and Tim. Doug, um, I'm doing great. Uh, Life's good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Hey, we're above ground and we're breathing. Life is good. That's the way I look at it. So some of the things we're going to talk about with Doug which is going to be weird for me to say Doug because that's my name too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about with Doug is he's going to go over his top 12 rookies for IDP this year and his ranks. He's also going to give us some buy lows, and I'm going to have some off the cuff because, again, like I said, I love IDP, so I've got a list of names too that I can chime in with. And obviously, Tim and Tyler, if you got some names, throw them out there too. We'll talk about them. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, his buy lows as well. For your IDP leagues, which is going to be awesome. Really, not much newsworthy this week. It's been a very, very quiet week in the NFL. The only thing I kept hearing about this week was Aaron Rodgers with the whole could he opt out, take the COVID opt out, and they wouldn't be able to take his guaranteed bonus money and blah, blah, blah. He has till like July, he has till like next week in essence to do that. Um, So there's been, you know, there's been talk about that. Outside of that, it has been a very, very quiet week in the NFL. OTAs are over. We're all just kind of getting ready for training camp to pop up. Um, you know, there hasn't been any narrative streets this week. It's been quiet in the Elijah Moore, LaVisca Chenault streets, um, you know, when it was buzzing a couple weeks ago. So it's been um, it's been a little bit of a downtime, a really good week for Tyler to offer 74 trades um, this week. Tyler takes advantage like, hey, there's no news. I'm going to make trades because I'm Tyler. I'm crazy. Tyler, have you made any trades this week? Yeah, uh, of yeah, course you I, have. I have. <laughs> I have. I made a trade almost every week. Yeah, yeah. 
And my my biggest thing is if there's a league that's not active, I feel like it's my responsibility to get that league going again. You're the first guy on the dance floor at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. And that that's actually true. I am. He gets a Same not, here. Same not here, great. So yeah, that's why I, I love you. Hey, you don't need to be you don't need to be great. You just need to you need to be the best one on the dance floor. You, you know what? Par- you first, just get that party starter. You know, you don't need to be a good dancer. You just need the best one on the dance floor. And when you're the first one, you're and the best other one. people come onto the dance floor, and then you kind of like slink away. But you're also yep. the worst Pretty one. <laughs> if you're the only one on you the know, dance floor, you, know, you are you the just best. A, you just a glass half empty, aren't you? Just a you glass know, half empty. If we have a dance off at the Midwest Expo coming up it's in August, happening. I it's might win. <laughs> I might win. I'm just I heard, saying. I've heard Tim can do the worm. Doug's got the sprinkler down. Not, not, not. I got not the lawnmower. The lawnmower. I was gonna <laughs> say Doug is going? over. Doug Eddie is over forty, so he's he's definitely got those on lockdown. Yeah, yeah I got dad, all the, the I got all those moves. moves. I'll even I'll put my white new balances on. Do the home thing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's my karaoke song. If that comes on in karaoke, I'm gonna rock it. So look my out. My name is Humpty. <laughs> Pronounce with a Humpty. That's not bad. See? Yeah, That's not bad. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll, next week, I'll show up with the glasses with the big nose, and I can yeah. just take a whole nother. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up? We're here to talk about IDP." No, nobody will realize. I'm say nobody will realize. Nobody yeah. realizes it's you. That's yeah, true. I once drafted Bobby Wagner in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> not true by the way <laughs> i don't do drafts in burger king bathrooms that would be an experience and a half yeah uh, anymore is Tyler, that against the rules I, I, no i guess it's okay. within the uh, legal limits uh, i guess you could do it you. back to you uh, so does. so we heard from trophy smack at the top of the show so we want to thank them for being sponsors make sure you use code dhh ring to get yourself a free 60 dollars championship ring when you buy either a belt a grill uh or a trophy lots of different options they're doing hockey now we all know the the fantasy hockey season. If it's if you're playing playoff hockey, cool. Um, but the fantasy regular season's over. So if you're looking for a trophy for your hockey team, they got them. Baseball is going on right now. Um, it's not covered in sticky stuff that the pitchers use, so you can don't have to worry about that with your baseball trophies. They're pretty awesome. So check out trophysmack.com. And Tyler, you want to talk about fantasy points a little bit? Do you not? Yeah, fantasy points. You guys all know we're brought to you by them. We have been for quite some time this year. They have great stuff going on over there. They have Scott Barrett, free articles, Graham Barfield, free articles. You can sign up for their subscription plan and get 10% off by using 10DHH. I'm pretty sure that's the code. I'll have to double check, but uh, it's definitely in the info. In the show info is our code. So if I am wrong, that's right. And if you go and use that, you can get a subscription plan that has worked 90%. 90% 90%. 90% of these teams make the playoffs. So uh, I'm not really good with numbers, as you guys all know, but I'm pretty sure that's 90% like... 90% of the time is almost every time. That's like a Corey Clement catch rate in the oh, Super boy. Bowl. That is the percentage it is. So I, that that's pretty good. And if you go and use our code, which is in the info, you can go get a sub- subscription today. And like I said, there's a bunch of free stuff you can go see on there and just, just get a taste. Just a little taste of what you can experience with that subscription plan. Absolutely, thank you, Tyler. So, Doug, I want to know how did you how did you get passionate around IDP? What sparked it for you? Where you were like, you know what? I want to dive into this IDP because I really enjoy it. It gives me energy. I love talking about it. How did that evolve for you in the fantasy space? 
Uh, long story short, Mike Waller. Um, I started playing fantasy football in 2006 uh, uh, on the railroad in the motel rooms looking for something to do to kill time. Uh, jumped on Twitter, found, found a league, uh, created my own home league. And uh, from 2006, 2009, played just regular offensive football. And then I got in the league with Mike Waller and Gary Davenport and IDP would be. And I mean, uh, I mean, just bloody waters in this thing. And there wasn't nowhere to <laughs> the sharks. Wasn't nowhere uh, to go to get content. I, I mean, uh, you know, outside of Mike, and heaven forbid that man answered almost every one of my DMs. You know, almost a decade ago, <laughs> man. That's why. So I'm always hopping up old Mike Wallet. You know, uh, one of the goats in the industry. Uh, long story short, Mike Wallet is what gave me my passion to be IDP. Uh, I seen how passionate he was about it and seen that he couldn't do it all by himself. So um, I seen there was plenty of people doing the offensive side. Mm -hmm. I figured IDP could be my little, my little niche niche, you know, and while I'm in the hotel rooms, I could do some rankings and mm -hmm. write a few articles and uh, believe it or not, uh, fantasy NASCAR is what led into my <laughs> fantasy writing career. So, uh, that's uh that's how I got started writing. But uh, Mike Waller is what gave me my passion for IDP for sure. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think in the fantasy industry is like we find that a lot of people that um they find a niche or find like a metric or something that they that's unique and that helps them kind of like spread the word and gain followers. And some have been able to make careers out of it because they've had an impactful. Uh, metric like we look at Matt Harmon and his reception perception and how that kind of elevated him to the status of he's the receiver guy like there's no way you cut it like you think wide receivers in fantasy you think of reception perception so awesome on him for coming up with that metric but it's all about finding that uniqueness and I think IDP is still a space where there's there's still not a lot of people I have a friend Everett who writes for our website TFF Grooves he's our IDP writer and he loves it and he's really what got me into IDP is that I joined his league. It had IDP. And I'm like, well, I've never done it before, but I'll give it a shot. Um, and I tend to take into things pretty quickly and easily. And I just got into it. And then I was like super into it. And I've been playing IDP now for probably close to, oh, I would say probably 10 years or so um, playing IDP and, and just really enjoy. I feel it's one of those things like you have offense and everyone talks about offensive fantasy football and everyone has their sleepers and everything. But if you're really sharp at IDP, it gives you that edge that... Yeah you don't get with the offensive players because everyone's on the Antonio Gibsons this year. Everyone's on XYZ that's getting buzz. But when you talk about IDP, that's where you gain an edge because people don't educate themselves as much. I mean, Tyler and I, we play in an IDP league together and I feel that like people will take the names in IDP, but that doesn't necessarily translate to being good and producing yeah. points. They just know the name because it's a yeah. common household name. They don't know mm -hmm. like the... Mm -hmm. Trying, trying to throw it out there. Like they won't know the rookies like Darius Leonard when he came out. Right, like right, 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 they're going to know the guy that gets picked in the Yeah, they're going to know the They're going to know the guys that get in the first round. Richie Grant. Richie yep. Grant. From Atlanta, and, yep. Uh, we'll come back to that name later. Yeah, I like flag. that. Oh, a yeah. flag in that one. But there we'll we come go. Back there to we that go. One later. Well, let's um, not go let's go much not go a bit too later. One thing I wanted to say real fast, Doug, is sure. uh, the way I look at it is back in the day uh, guys, y'all played Mortal Kombat. Tekken, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Primal Rage, Street Fighter. Tekken right? was my jam way right, back right? You then. see where I'm going with this? Virtual Fighter. What's, a, what's the funnest part 
besides playing with your homie, uh, against homie and learning the moves and stuff, what's the funnest part? Winning. It's all the characters. It's all the oh, different yeah, the characters. characters. Yeah. It's all the different characters you can be. Nobody, you know, if if you ain't tried every single character, you don't repeat your guy, you know, unless it's mm-hmm. your guy, you know, and you're some guru. Or but what I'm saying is as soon as you get that game, you play with every single character, right? That you find the guy that you like. Combat, right? I mean, that's what we did. So why wouldn't we do that with our fantasy football? Mm-hmm. It's more characters. We're I'm I'm unlocking more characters for you, and you can find yeah. that at IDP Power Hour over on YouTube. Okay, nice. I like that. Back I like that analogy. That's good. And, and plus, you know, when you look at like football, it's like, all right, we think fantasy football is just offense. Well, this is defense that plays too, and team defenses. Yeah. Get out of here with that trash. Yeah. I'm not about team yeah. defense. They're way too unpredictable. So, Give me the individual defensive players. So my my favorite thing about IDP is what I enjoy is. In like when you have just a team defense, they score seven, ten points. But if you have an IDP player and the scoring is kind of equal to the running backs, like Doug and I, our league, a linebacker can score go off for 40, just like a receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Big that time. guy on like a Monday night can be just as effective. As yeah. a running back, and Devin honestly, White like had some of those big games for me last year, like, yeah, oh, and, and, like, season. and like Devin Bush rookie year, when I when I was winning the title, like when I was on my run, he was like, I was like, oh shit, I'm down by I'm down by twenty, and he would come in a Sunday night, a Monday night, and and take it to like twenty three points, and I'm like, yes, like that enjoyment is what makes me love IDP, just because you're still rooting for that player, but it's it's. Kind of fun looking at the opposite side of the ball and be like, get that tackle, get in there, jump in there, get get that fumble. We don't play with the whole group of Pittsburgh running backs. We don't play with the mm-hmm. whole squad of Arizona quarterbacks. Why would we play with the whole squad of defense? Because a pick six can get turned right around on a 44 to seven game because the defense is kind of lackluster and somebody busts one off for 60 yards. That pick six that you just took the lead with in your team defense, that's coming back. We're coming back because yeah. the defense is up 40 points. And, hey, I really don't care and, if this guy's scored. And, and hey, you know? like, that's my like hey, let, let's get those crappy corners some love because that's who you want in IDP sometimes uh, because they're going to get overly uh, targeted. And you're like, okay, this guy sucks. More tackle he's in my lineup. Yeah. yeah, but he's in my lineup. <laughs> Yeah, it was rookie, like Jalen Mills a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Rookie cornerbacks with high draft capital. Tyson Campbell, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan. These guys are drafted to teams that need DB help right away. Day one starters, 90% snaps day one. These guys are going to get thrown pickle at them. You know what I mean? The quarterbacks are going to key in on the rookie, and that's just what they're going to eat him up until he makes them pay. And – uh, making them pay, that's points for us too. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting targets is pass deflections, tackles. We want him to catch the football. That way we can tackle it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, pa- so, pass uh, deflections are, are fun as well because yeah. you're sitting there and that, like people are like, oh, get me that extra yard or, or give me those 10 yards so I can get a point to win it. Well, you know what? A pass deflection can win a game too, which right. is really exciting. 
Yep. Something absolutely. we do in um, my fantasy league, sponsor of mine for the last five years, but something we do in the more technical side of my fantasy league is, you know, we play with individual defensive tackles. And what we like to do is add a QB hurry uh, point onto the defensive tackles because they nice. can get kind of watered down with, yep. uh, you know, Aaron Donald kind of being the guy. And it's awesome having him on your team, but you hold him so high that you'll never be able to accept something for him that is like reasonable to you because you see 30 point games on your screen. Just but like the NFL, you, you know, yeah, just like the NFL values him, which exactly. is what you kind of, what you kind of want in IDP league. You want, you want those star players valued. Like I I've got Brian Burns in our league, Doug. Yeah. And there's a slim chance that guy leaves my team. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. It, I just wanted to, I wanted to hit on that because I see the comments over there, Forest Law saying there's many different scorings. But and I get that. Hey, there's many different scorings in offensive league. There's tight end mm-hmm. premiums, there's half point PPR, there's two QBs, there's super flex, there's one QBs. I mean or points per start, first down, like start yeah. three start three kickers, holla at you, Elvis Presley division, Scott Fisho. Um anyway, <laughs> start three kickers, you know, we do it for offense. So just get used and talk to your commissioner. Look at those scoring settings. The minute you get asked to join a league, I do it before I look at the buy-in. If I like the settings and everything, then we'll talk about, you know, what the buy-in is on the orphan mm-hmm. team. So look yeah. at those settings and uh, ask the commissioner about it. Maybe it's his only second year of running an IDP league and you can run some stuff behind. Um, it, hashtag growing IDP together, baby. Yeah, well, I yeah. run a, I commissioned an IDP league and uh, it's one of the things that we tried to like last year we bumped up a lot of the IDP scoring because there was a huge discrepancy with the offense and defense. It was the first year as as me as commissioner and I was like, look, I want to make the defensive players more more worthy. I don't want them to make them as worthy as the offensive players, but I want to close the gap a little bit. So we tweaked it and then we actually tweaked it again this offseason. We vote yeah. on different changes. So we felt and our that's defensive what you'll do. Yeah, we felt our defensive tackles and defensive line. That's what we do to all of our leagues. Oh, yeah. So it's like, don't be afraid to like tweak it as you go through. Yeah, Yeah. like like same with ours, Doug. Uh, Mine, uh, our league we're in. uh, Yeah, like we we get tweaking the settings. What my goal was, was to have those superstar defensive players be worth Mm -hmm. a a late first. I want those guys to be worth Mm -hmm. a late first. And then... Like I, I still want to value those offensive studs a little higher, but I still yeah. want those like, yeah, you, you got to have that perfect balance. And I know uh, Tom Clisberry, Clis, Clis yeah, Clisberry, yeah. he Fishing he told me yeah. today, mate. Yeah, anyway. yeah I, I asked him, I said, what is a good way to, to kind of make the value even? And his, his suggestion was more defensive starters. And yeah. I said, well, what if what if we don't want more starters? And he goes, well, you know, you, you got to get the point value and make sure those star players are just below the star offensive players. And he goes, then you'll find the right setting. And I think I think finally, after a couple of years, I finally got that in the league. And that's the that's the expert leagues. You know, I'm not saying you're an expert. I'm just saying that's a league that's been around a little bit. You know what I mean? That do that kind of scoring settings. But uh, as you're starting out, you can find a, you know, a basic scoring setting. Reach out to me. Reach out to Hollywood Titan. Reach out to Kyle Bellafield. Reach out to Joey the Tooth, Johnny the Greek, uh, co-host <laughs> Clutch Russ 72. Reach out to an IDP guy. These are either wrestler names or they're fake. 
I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Johnny, I, I like Johnny the Tooth. That's, What's yeah, the Greek the one? That sounds like a wrestler. Like he's coming Johnny out with euros. Let me euros in hand, just crushing them when he's on the Johnny on Greek the is one of the, the best people on Twitter. Y'all y'all go follow at Johnny the Greek. All right, we have to check out Johnny the Greek. I'm going gonna, I'm to hit him up for some baklava recipes. It's, he's What's amazing, up? dude. All right, amazing. so let's, let's roll into these rankings. So, Doug, you've got your top 12 rookies. Uh, now, just so everyone who doesn't play IDP that might be listening, typically your rookie your rookies will be positionally in like your MFL leagues or whoever you play IDP. There's going to be cornerbacks, there's going to be safeties, there's going to be linebackers, defensive tackles, defensive linemen. So just to give you an idea, and Doug, you'll go over the positions that they're playing. Um, yeah. And you know, typically your linebacker is like your quarterback of your of your fantasy team followed up for me is the safeties because corners i'm not usually about that life i usually go safety heavy because they're the guys that are going to usually provide you with the most tackles and And then defensive yeah and then defensive tackle defensive line usually d line is going to get you those sacks but there are some really really high scoring defensive Mm -hmm. tackles as well um uh, and i've got a few of those washington boys on my team um so i'm loving me some duran Payne. Uh, so I've got him in a couple fantasy. Yeah, you, you get leagues where there's tackles for loss. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of defensive tackles that that really get in there to stuff the run, which will get you some good yeah. points. Mm-hmm. All right, Doug. So who you got is your number one, your 101 in your rankings this year for defensive rookies. Defensive rookies, 101. And remember, I told you to plant that little flag and uh, my rough old little feather. It's not Michael Parsons. It's Mr. Richie Grant. In Atlanta, Lots Keanu Neal, Keanu Neal heads off to Dallas to follow Dan Quinn down there, and oh, good man, riddance, pray Ugh. for that man. Uh, <laughs> he steps a athletic kid and Richie Grant, a sideline to sideline safety. Uh, I believe he'll start out in the free safety row right off the bat. But check this out, that's going to be right off the bat. We talking day one, that boy going to be playing football on the field, getting snapped. Um, in my opinion, and this will go right into number two, in my opinion, if LVE stays healthy, I know it's a big if, I know it's a big if, but if he pays 12, 13 games, even 10 games, that puts Parsons down on the edge. That linebacker, inside linebacker designation is meaningless without going sideline to sideline like the inside linebacker allows you to do. So Parsons playing up front more on the defensive line means less opportunities, in my opinion. I know he's going to get chances, rush a quarterback, uh, but, you know, 7.5 sacks for this boy rookie year would be a good year, right? Mm-hmm. So do you well, think they're going to use – do you think they're going to use Parsons kind of like how Carolina used Brian Burns? So I, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm with Doug here. Uh, in, in I'll less, give you uh, – Unless Van Der Ash uh, is injured. I'm I'm with Doug on this one. I was going to say, I've, me the edge. I've been stuck with Dan Quinn as a coach for a long time. Now, I'm an Atlanta fan, so <laughs> yeah. I've I've had to pain and just suffer through all this terrible defensive calls. You know yeah. what he's going to be? He's going to be a Vic Beasley type player and more like a Bruce Irvin in Seattle when he was a rookie mm. and Dan Quinn was over there. I uh, I hope to God they don't ruin Parsons, but. In my opinion, I love that comp. I love the Vic Beasley comp, the Dan Quinn yeah. and correlation with Beasley and Parsons. Big, being, super athletic. Got, 
guys, I think his, you know, from one to ten, I think his coverage skills are at about a, I think it's sub five. I think mm-hmm. it's around 4.5 in coverage. I mean, the guy's a liability. And in my opinion, can he stay up with a tight end? Yes. But you get him out there against Evan Ingram, and Evan Ingram's going to eat his lunch. I promise yeah. you right now. You put him, you split him out in the inside linebacker and roll and tell him, okay, there's Saquon Barkley. Split out, and you go cover him. Not happening, folks. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, he'll be able to keep up with them you know, in a straight line, but the second Barkley gets those quads rolling and, and goes left. I mean, Parsons, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Parsons done for. Because guess what folks, the offense knows what play they're going to run. The defense don't. So therefore he don't, you know, they're already at a disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. So you got Parsons at two, you got Richie Grant at one. Who's, who's slotting into your number three spot. P.S. Love the Richie Grant. Love the Richie Grant call. Love it. This one, this one right here is like a 3A, 3B for me. And it's Andre Cisco, safety, mm. Jacksonville. Um, uh, Jacksonville shipped all the safeties off to Cleveland last year, told them all, everybody go to Cleveland. And Cisco, just like Grant, I think he's going to start out in a free safety role. But this kid's played every position in football besides kicker and punter. Um, I like him coming up in the box and being able to handle a little bit of that pre-snap read and help uh, that defense kind of jail that's mm-hmm. uh, been missing at that, that linebacker position. Yep. I think he's a kid that can come up, help pre-snap read a little bit, back off if he needs to, or stop the run. So I love Andre Cisco. I'll give you my, uh, my thing on Cisco. So I'm in, a, in my home league, which is IDP. I drafted him at the 509. Right at the end of the draft. And that was a guy that I wanted priority because I liked Cisco. I didn't necessarily have a needed defensive back, but I can put him on my taxi this year. For what mm-hmm. he did at Syracuse, his his Good versatility and his, and his athleticism, uh, in the to me, it's opportunity. Just like Grant. You know he's going to play from day one. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Cisco is going to be that guy because, like Doug said, the safeties are all gone. Like, peace out. So they draft mm-hmm. Cisco. I believe it was in the second round or top of the third, one of the two. Um, I liked his profile coming out of Syracuse and I was like, you know what? I'm going to draft a future DB one, I think, and he'll sit on my taxi squad this year and I'll, and I'll reap the benefits of it in 2022. Um, two so. amazing, two, two amazing press corners on the outside, Carlos Henderson, Tyson Campbell, that'll allow Andre Cisco to come up and go back more freely. So yep. sorry, Tyler, go ahead, bud. No, I was just going to say he's a heck of an R and B artist too in the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. Thong song was a banger. Yeah. Woo! Y'all know I got uh, 11 kids, right? <laughs> that is about nine too many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Godspeed that to was... you. Yeah. He lives know, on a, God... he actually lives on a farm and he cages them in. That's how he Yeah, you know how you feed the animals? He He's dropping off bowls of cereal with the yeah. kids in the morning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've, I had like two or three, then I was like, damn, this is free labor. Hi, honey. <laughs> you just got to wait it out a handful <laughs> of years, and then you're good to go. Well, do you, though, Doug? Do you? Second, they start walking. Oh, no. There ain't no I'm telling you, there ain't, I've spent more on V-Bucks. I wish you could change them in for Lamborghinis or something, yeah. because yeah. I have about three Lambos right now. But anyway, yeah. back to you in the studio, Doug. All right, so three – You so you have – uh, so you have Andre Cisco is three A. Who is three yeah. B or four technically? Nick Bolton. And this ah, one Kansas right City. here. 
This one right here is a Missouri kid, a dog, a hog molly. Them boys that come from Missouri know how to tackle, and that's what the Kansas City need, Chiefs need at that linebacker position. They went and tried with Willie Gay, the athleticism guy that we can – that can go sideline to sideline, and we'll just put him out there. And, uh, well, it turns out he can only play special teams. That's all he knows how to do. He, can, he You put him in linebacker role, and he's just, hey, when when do I come out? Um, he He's good sideline to sideline, but, oh, man, his point of tackling, uh, A to B, he goes, you know, B, C, D before he makes the tackle. Uh, he's got to be athletic to make up for getting juked out of his shoes by everybody in the AFC. Uh, super down on Willie Gay. Didn't like him coming in. Um, Damian Wilson is a guy, a former Dallas Cowboy, a little sleeper alert right there that's played real good football for Kansas City. He's been a guy that I could play in bye weeks and, hell, even play off the bench every now and then in IDP flexes. Um, so Damian Wilson's a good, I think, a guy that could start out uh, – getting a majority of snaps there in KC. Um, but uh, Nick Bolton coming in, let him get that D down, let him get a little pre-snap read, a little bit of ball tracking down. This man's going to be – I think that's the, this is the guy they needed right here. Yeah, and he's got, a, he's, got a really, he's got a really cool underdog story too. That's the kind of guy, the kind of player that you really want to root for to see him be successful because he pretty much like you all with his background and diversity and for him to get to the NFL, I think he's going to be a – a thumper, and I think he's gonna dad make dad being a fantastic singer. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. He was also good in Office Space too. Yeah, yeah. You big Michael Bolton fan. Okay. Beautiful. Who you got in the five spot? Five. We're going to the. We're going. To, we're finally going to go to the defensive line. If. You don't count Parsons, and I kind of think we're going to see about week three or four. Maybe they might, two. They may change I the designation. We, I think we're going to see Mike Parsons at the defensive line spot. Oh, that'll make so, so many people hey, mad, and I love it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, me saying this right now, I can hear the hate mail coming. My phone's like, beep, 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 beep. But anyway, <laughs> um, Quiddy Pay. We're going to Indy. Quiddy hmm. Pay. Next to DeForest Buckner. Um, Quiddy Pay uh, had to do a lot more than it was asked of him there at Michigan. But this kid knows how to get around the edge, knows knows how to get off the snap, and that's one big thing with a with a superior DT next to you like Buckner. That's one thing you need to know is how to get off, and that's one thing we've got in Quiddy Pay. Mixed with a landing spot, the depth chart, he rolls in right there, and I say we probably see around 40 snaps first four weeks. And then around sixty to sixty-five at years in for Quiddy Pay in India. Yeah, just just as long as he keeps opening up the holes, Darius Leonard can step up in there and make that tackle. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about. <laughs> the main, I think I think with India, it just starts in the middle, and DeForest Buckner is going to attract so much attention. I think Quiddy Pay is going to get free, and he could be an eight sack guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like Quiddy Pay. I got him over under. I got him at seven point five. So. Nice, good, good little shot out there. Still a name I'm waiting to hear Doug say here. Okay, well I believe I might say him here at six. No Philadelphia Eagle corner, sorry Tim. Jeremiah (laughs) Awuso Karamoa, Cleveland Browns. That's a mouthful. Yeah, Uh, I got him number six. Um, This is a guy I had at LB one pre-draft. Love everything about him. Um, He can go back and play strong safety. 
He can play free safety. He can move and play nickelback. Um, Look at this photograph. You remind um, he can go play nickelback. He can cover tight end. He can cover. I could Saquon go play a nickelback. I actually might. <laughs> he he can cover Saquon Barkley, and I'm not even joking. This guy can cover Saquon if needed to be. Now one on one, come on, Saquon gonna make anybody look stupid, you know, outside of a few of the shutdown guys. But you know, for a linebacker, JLK is a guy that can line up with a guy like Saquon and Evan Ingram. So. I've got uh, JOK there at Cleveland, and the only reason I ain't got him hired is because, like, uh, you know, full circle back to earlier, Mike Waller, a uh, big Cleveland Browns guy, mm-hmm. and he tells me that the second-year kid from LSU, every time I bring it up, it escapes me. His name escapes me. But it's the second-year guy at LSU. So it's with uh, a D. Delpit? Delpit. No, 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 at the linebacker role. Uh, it's uh, – oh. uh, um, um, Anyway, we'll come back to that. He's the guy that's going to uh, – uh, that Mike says is going to take over. And if he don't get the job, then it's Mike Wilson. Is it Jacob Matthew. Phillips? Jacob Phillips. There we go. Thank you, Mr. Duff. Uh, Wilson Mike Phillips? Phillips? You got to hold on. Oh! I'm, I'm, ke- I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the Scott Fish, Fishbowl theme of music going tonight. We're not going to do better than that. We're not going to do better than that. That was too good. Um, uh, okay, but Jacob Phillips and then uh, Mac Wilson, third-year guy yeah. from Alabama. Alabama, yeah. He has the next shot after Phillips. And then we'll get to see some JOK. Wilson Phillips, yeah. like legit. So I, I think I think with, uh, with JOK, I think the thing with him is if they need to shut down like a tight end or somebody in like mm-hmm. midseason, that's the guy. He's going to be kind of that – that defender that is like, okay, he's going to be the mismatch. Your job, player. like Same Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Like Isaiah Simmons was used kind of towards the end of the year. Like, hey, mm-hmm. go shut this guy down. You could do everything. You can keep up with this guy. We trust you to shut this specific guy down. Whenever he's on the field, you're on the field. Whenever he's off, you come take a break. And I think that's what he's going to be used for more of a chess piece. Yeah. My, Mark, my big, my big ahead. IDP sorry, league. Cam. Oh no, it's all good. Parsons went right in front. I was ho- I was hoping Parsons got to me. Parsons went. I had the very next pick, so I went with JOK as my uh, my first IDP player selecting that draft because I I really do. I think um, you know next to Parsons, I think he's the next athletic freak in the draft at the uh, linebacker position. Nice. And all right, let's I was I was at the same point as you, Tim. I was, and then Mike Waller came on IDP Power Hour, and mm-hmm. we went back and forth a little bit about this, and he. He, he's the Cleveland guy. He's a guy I call the GOAT in IDP. Mm-hmm. I went with his word, and that's what I've been preaching all offseason. It's, it's Jacob Phillips because Mike Waller told me so. So gotcha. there we go. All right. Well, how are we looking at number lucky number 11 here? Okay. Okay. We'll knock out a few of these, buddy. Uh, number seven, Jamin Davis, Washington. There it is. Football team. Um, he is a kind of a Cole Holcomb 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Rivera likes his athletic linebackers. Um, Luke Kinkley. Uh, so he Part knows how to draft a linebacker. Jamin Davis coming from Kentucky, super athletic guy. Uh, all he needs to do is get in them books, and uh, Ron Rivera will have him in them books. So, yeah, Jamin got Davis, the tackling said, machine, probably, and he's got opportunity. He just needs some tackling fuel. No, his, I agree. Don't worry, he'll get the tackling fuel. He was a tackling machine at Kentucky. He's more than likely going to start probably week one. 
If not, it'll be the first couple weeks of the season. I, I expect he, to see this guy starting for the Washington. Did he have team. some off the field issue happen, like yeah. a driving? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it happened this yeah. week, I think. Yeah, but that was one of the spots that you know I was kind of crossing the fingers for because old mm-hmm. riverboat Ron. Let me tell you, he'll send you down that river if you don't act right. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, Good place for Jamin. Um, number eight here, uh, back to the defensive line, Aziz Ojolari going mm-hmm. to New York here, New York Giants. If he is eligible on that defensive line, I love Aziz Ojolari, man. He has got – his feet is something to watch for a big guy. And the way he swims in between gap penetrate, oh, man. He, he's a guy that I thought would go higher, but – amazing amazing fit in the 3-4 defense in new york so mm-hmm. love aziz Ojolari. and he's got leonard williams there playing beside him that's going to be uh, a good nice point, defensive Tim. line good point Tim. um right here defensive tackle and i wanted to put him higher because this is the guy this year and there's a tier that goes almost till next year's draft that's how big the tier is from this guy to the next DT. And I'm not even exaggerating. New England Patriots, Christian Barmore. Barmore. Yep. Alabama. Um, no other DT. Yeah, it was, it was him and then a bunch of guys to take up space. <laughs> right. Levi, Levi, Ozo, Ozo. Man, man, there's some hard names this year. Yeah, there there, there definitely names. are. <laughs> Levi on Wazuriki. From yeah. that, Detroit. I, and that's a good spot to land there in Detroit. But, man, that's just been a place that you just uh, – you don't Eat kneecaps. That's all you do. Yeah, when, when um, Bill Belichick trades up for a defensive player, and I think a lot of people had for a first-round grade on Barrymore and they get him in the second, um, that raises eyebrows because Bill – now you can criticize him for other positions in the draft, like <laughs> wide receiver. Um, but when it comes to defensive tackles, you've got Richard Seymour. Vince Wilfork, you've got a lot of other defensive names that he's drafted and he is not missed on. Now, yeah, cornerbacks, right. slot cornerbacks, yeah, he's missed on those a lot. I, um, you watch out. You don't talk about my J.C. Jackson. Like no, that. no, I'm not talking about J.C. Jackson. I'm talking to guys he's given like second round. He's drafted yeah. in the second round. He's so good at drafting yeah. the fifth round. Any DB in like the fifth yeah. or sixth yeah. round. It's like, Or undrafted for that hitting. matter, like Malcolm yeah. Butler. But yeah, when he moved up to get Barrymore at defensive tackle, um, the league that Tyler and I are in is an IDP league. And I actually got him post-draft in our, in our wow. auction. Um, yeah. And I made him a priority because I needed help yeah. at the DT spot. And I was like, you know what? Barrymore is going to sit on my taxi. And then if he plays his nuts off, I'm going to promote him and he's going to get into my starting lineup because that defense has been totally revamped this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got other help along the defensive line. But I think Bearmore, like you said, I think he's the real deal. And when Belichick trades up for a defensive tackle, immediately I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued automatically. And I think he's a perfect fit with that old boomer sooner they took to play on the edge there, Ronnie Perkins. That's another yep. dog yep. right there. That's a that's a grown man. And they brought back him. Lawrence Guy, who's really effective. Like I think Bearmore is gonna be really good in his rookie season. Watch Ronnie like Perkins. Up there Watch too. Ronnie. Yeah, let's be confused with Paramore. Ain't it fun? I was out on that one. I I know the name, but it's a little too poppy for you. I get it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Who's coming? Um, out? We're number number nine, right? I'm kind of trying to keep track. We're at ten. We're ten. At 10 All right. right we're here. at ten. Double digits. And here's a guy, um, Quincy Roche. 
There's a name you won't hear right there a lot, and I got him in my top ten. Bud Dupree leads. Pittsburgh knows how to make a defensive lineman. And anything that's across from T.J. Watt or anything that's around T.J. Watt is going to make some money. Quincy Roche has great get-off, great swim moves, great penetrator uh, of the gap. Not mean, uh, mean he's, he's not just a stuffer. He's not just that's, a that is That's on my uh, player profiler as well, so I can relate. Great. <laughs> Doug can stuff the gap with the best of them. <laughs> not as good as Doug, though. He's got 11 kids. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, Doug, it just goes with the name. Your name Oklahoma Doug, you Doug is like gap. a phenomenal penetrator. He fills the gaps. Yeah, yeah. He carries the load for his Sturgis. teams. Sturgis was so fun. Sturgis. It was so fun, man. It was so fun. Oh man. Okay. Hey, uh, number eleven. We'll get to. I see it over there in the comments. Uh, Trayvon Morig, just because. Yeah. Uh, um. What's old bonehead there in Las Vegas? He don't Bruton? know. How, yeah. yeah. He, like, none of them know what the hell they're doing drafting, but he is. Damon he Arnett. Is they, got, uh, they got, what, Gus Bradley is the D.C., right? Yeah. I don't that might be the only they, saving grace they there. Draft Gus, Gus, so still many, Coach D. They, have, they draft so many safeties every year. Yeah. And then yeah. the second year, they're like, you know what? Can Abraham stay healthy? You. That'd be nice. <laughs> but uh, well, one the thing dude hits is, and throws his body around like a freaking – like yeah. you're a beanie, you're like a uh, kid throwing a beanie baby. Type. Abraham's like, like a missile. Yeah. yeah, but watch yeah. out this year. Watch out this year. He knows he needs to get some stats in to get yeah. another deal. He knows he needs to take care of that body this year. So watch. That's a good sleeper right so. there. And that's crazy to even say that. But he is so undervalued right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Gruden is one thing, and he is hard headed. He's going to go down with that ship sailing, you know. So he takes Mo Rig with this kind of capital. That man's playing football. So uh, I got him at eleven. Um, number twelve. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. Hamsa Nasserlindin. Nasserlindin. Nailed it. Uh, no, no. Hamsa Nasserlindin. That was close. Okay. I'll allow it. New York Jets. Uh, DB. I think he's a guy, and actually, Big boy. I, think he, I think he might be already taking some snaps at linebacker for the Jets. Yeah. Um. So uh, that's a guy that could be a cheat code. That's a guy that could be eligible at DB, CB, LB. Safety. Thank you. Thank you. So there's four different position eligibilities we could play with this guy. Mm-hmm. So. Versatility I'm is a good one. Remember that name. <laughs> I love it. All right, so let's um let's hear some of these guys that you're um trying to buy low on or guys that you think could have a breakout season in 2021. And these are going to be names that like aren't obvious obviously. Um yeah. but this is the kind of edge that you get listening to Oklahoma Doug when we talk IDP. He's going to give you names that like if these guys are hanging around on your waiver wires and you've never heard of them before, you got spots, pick them up because if Doug signs off on him, I'm listening. Well, uh, now that I have all the pressure on me, we'll start off with a fire one. Um, Eric Wilson, Philly. Hmm. Just went over to Philadelphia. Um, I think he's born and raised. Day one. I think he steps in day one on that depth chart as the LB1. 
He might not show it right now on our ads. It might not say it in OTEs. You might not read it yet. But believe me, by week three, week two, Eric Wilson will be the 60 to 75 percent linebacker there in Philly. Did you Eric get, did you guys get him from Minnesota? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah, thought he was underrated. Yeah. He got he got me into the playoffs last year, filling in for Anthony Barr. Yeah, he's years. he's not a he's not a bad linebacker at all. And with Philly's linebacker, I mean, we just don't put any emphasis on the linebacking core. So you bring in a guy who's a you know a middling starter across the league, mm-hmm. and he's on that defense. Yeah, he's probably going to be the RB the LB one. I have a I have a Philadelphia linebacker question for you, Doug. So what do you think about it? Would you hang on to Davion Taylor? In your IDP league, no. You don't think he's going to break through at some point? Nope. Nope. Or they wouldn't have went and got Eric Wilson. Think about all the investment they did in that linebacking core Mm -hmm. in uh, in Philly. Whether it's sending Jordan Hicks off to bring in younger guys that can go sideline to sideline, then they're like, "Oh shit, we just don't need somebody to go sideline to sideline. We need somebody that can pre-snap read." Where's Jordan Mm -hmm. Hicks? And then they bring in Eric Wilson. Eric Wilson's the guy that's athletic. But he can pre-snap read. So yeah, Eric and then they got the guy from the CFL last year, didn't they? Oh, well, long-haired kid, number forty-nine. Forgot his Troy name. Edwards. That might T.J. Be Edwards. T.J. T.J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually set the uh, Wisconsin tackle record, uh, hmm. and we know all the football players that came out of Wisconsin. Yeah, they've had some good ones. Set tackle record there. And, random information yeah i was just hoping with taylor i have him on one of my taxi leagues being a round three pick kind of hoping that see if he breaks through i got he's got one more year on the taxi if he doesn't do anything then i'm going to yeet him right off the squad um who you got next uh let's go with another linebacker nick kwatowski as as mentioned earlier he's uh, he uh, he seems like a guy like every year that like He's always hanging around, but he's always productive when he plays. Like with the Bears early on in his career, and then he was with uh, Vegas last year, right? Or a different team. I believe he's still with Vegas. Yeah, I think he is still still with Vegas. And that's why he is on this list. Uh, There's nobody play linebacker there. Is Mm -hmm. Malcolm Smith coming back out of retirement for the third year? They got Littleton, right? Uh, exactly. Like I said, they have nobody. Oh, yeah, he's not great. He's good for IDP (laughs) stats, though. Like he had some good stat years for the Rams. Well, yeah, and then he went over to Las Vegas, and Gruden was like, "Dear God, why did we pay this guy? Why did we pay this guy?" (laughs) Yeah, Aaron Donald was opening Littleton up to get a get a big paycheck, and then he goes to Las Vegas where they have no defensive line, and he's like, "Oh crap, I've actually got to do stuff to to be good. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. not gonna be easy." Dang. Yep. So uh, I love Kwiatkowski, and that's a that's a guy that's I'm sure for free. Um, oh yeah, he's Wilson, been around the league for a while too. Wilson, I bet you can get him for free. Uh, so hey, we starting off two free ones. So I that's that was my peak. So from here on out, don't hold me accountable. <laughs> Fair. Um, AJ Johnson. I'm gonna stay with the linebacker thing. Uh, Denver linebacker. It's just, uh, I mean, he, he he just produced last year for them as a rookie like they needed, like a guy they needed to. I know they took, uh, the name's escaping me. Baron Browning. I know they, Baron Browning. I know they took Baron Browning this year, and everybody's like, well, watch out. Baron Browning is to replace Joseph Jewell because that guy is a issue. 
He's, he, he's very ungood. You, whenever you have that DB core and that secondary that Denver has, and you've got to trot out Josie who runs like a jewel. He was a UDFA there. for a reason. So, so my favorite part of listening to the Audible, the football guys, the Cecil Lammy talking about the Broncos camp and just talking about how he can't stand Josie Jewell. And he's like, he's just in, like, he's like you said, he's like, he's just an issue. He needs to be off the field. So he's, he's a problem. He's a problem. They're like, well, maybe we'll rush him. And then a guy can just, you know, block shed him and roll off and get another guy. And he's still Mm -hmm. there wondering what's going on. Uh, AJ, what what I'm saying is Browning is the jewel replacement. AJ Johnson is the guy in Denver. And I feel like as a guy that's going to get 80, 85, 90% of the snaps for a guy that's going as like the LB 10, 11, 12, hey, that's way undervalued in my opinion. Nice. Hassan Reddick, boys. Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick. We'll go to the edge. We'll go to the edge. Um, I believe he got a little bit of his mojo back whenever they put him finally where the hell he was wanting to play at in Arizona. And Purdue. The Cardinals are like, we have these guys, but we don't yeah. really know where to play them. Yeah. Same, Poor same Isaiah Simmons. Collins. They're like, hmm, you rushed the quarterback well. Let's put you at middle linebacker. Jordan Hicks, go sit down. Zayvon Collins running middle linebacker snaps right now, and it blows my mind. He's, that's not him. That is not Zayvon. Okay, I got off on Tyra. Um, no, you're good. Anyway, uh, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick. Um, the newly acquired Hassan Reddick now across from Brian Burns in the middle there with D Brown. You, you tore Gross Matus over there. Um, that's a very evolving defensive line right there. You add a guy with the quickness that uh, Hassan has. Woo! Uh, there's some problems going to be on that defensive line. You're going to have to pick your poison. You're going to have to either get eight up by uh, probably D- Derek Brown, I'd say probably cheat to the Brian Burns side and let the speed of Hassan Reddick account for a blocker. So uh, Derek Brown and Brian Burns on the same side? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. That's nasty. Oh, I'm coming to that, see that. So offensive linemen are going to go up to that defensive line because Gross Matos is just physically – like how he looks – terrifies people brian burns yeah. if he adds any muscle terrifying i mean the length that guy has brian in his burns arm. just reminds me so much of chandler jones like and, watching and him then, at florida state i was like i feels like i'm watching chandler jones and then and then you got brown in the middle who is literally a physical specimen like yeah he's on yeah, he's unmovable yeah. like yet stump. he he gives you one hand and straightens out his arm you're on the ground you don't even know what the hell happened that that whole entire defensive line is just yeah. going to terrify the crap out of people, and then Hassan Reddick's going to be that guy that sneaks around the edge with his speed, and then gets a ton of sacks. Yep. Okay. All right, Doug, who, two who else more. You got? Yeah. Two more. Two more. Um, we were just talking about Parsons so much. There's a there's a guy I brought up name once, and that was Jalen Smith. Um, there's so much buzz around Parsons that Jalen Smith can mm. almost be included in trades as an afterthought because they think Parsons is going to play this stand-up inside linebacker. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you right or wrong. I can't predict the future. 
I'm telling you, as my advice, Parsons is going to be a rusher of the quarterback. He's not going to be a linebacker. Jalen Smith is the guy to own, and he's still the guy to own in Dallas. Uh, I'm buying him everywhere I can, Jalen Smith. Everywhere. So I, I'm very superstitious, and the fact that he changed the number to nine, which was his college number, hmm. I absolutely love that. Like, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I loved watching number nine fly around that defense. And I, I, I think for a player – that mentality getting back to when you were like an elite superstar in college, like just having your number back, I feel like might change that extra swag. Yeah. Like, like you're going to feel a little different on the field. Can you imagine like if Dion was playing and he, he took back number two, like, Oh man, that would be elite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I touched on it in, in, and leaving here, the last name I'll bring up is a guy that was everybody's 101 not too long ago. Matter of fact, this time last year, Mr. Isaiah Simmons. Folks, mm. just because Arizona don't know what the hell they're doing with linebackers don't mean this guy won't find a place on this team. Just as Tyler said earlier, he's at, at, towards the end of the year, he started getting on the field, and they started seeing some of the stops that this guy makes. It wasn't one after another like everybody was thinking he was going to make the splash on, uh, you know, just be this game changer. But, you know, on third down when they needed to stop, guess who lined up, you know, with that tight end that was, you know, bumping out three yards and cutting out? It was Mr. Isaiah Simmons, you know, uh, that slant receiver that comes over, you know, during motion. And they need to stop. Guess who's picking that guy up coming through motion towards the end of the year? It's Isaiah Simmons. And that's just what you can do with the guy. You, you, you can, he, there's so many things that you can do with him. He's going to find his way on the field. Don't be scared of Zayvon Collins. Go get you some Isaiah Simmons. Don't be scared of Parsons. Go get you some Jalen Smith. I like it. I'm going to give, I'm going to give everybody one. It's Jordan Brooks from the Seattle Seahawks. KJ Wright, longtime Seahawk, is gone. Oh, they they drafted oh, they drafted Jordan Brooks last year at the very end of the oh, first round. His rookie year, he had 57 total tackles. The opportunity is there. He's going to be a starter next to Bobby Wagner. Maybe eventually he takes over for Bobby Wagner as Wagner is starting to see the twilight of his career, and he's making big money. We all know how the cap works in the NFL. So I think Jordan Brooks, his current uh, DLF ADP, he's linebacker 57 in your startups and ranks. So yes. go get go get Jordan Brooks because he's he's going to be a rock solid LB two I think in your lineups this year and there's still some room for him to grow a little bit and maybe even get into that LB one conversation and maybe in a, a couple of years when Bobby Wagner hangs it up and he's no longer with the team um, they like Brooks a lot I like Brooks's tape the opportunities there the price is good go get Jordan Brooks but I for redraft. For redraft, hang on to Bobby Wagner because this oh, guy yeah, absolutely. is going to – Oh, my gosh. he's going Yeah, to he's still a top 10 linebacker team. in redraft for sure. Yeah, I, This guy's going to eat this year, boys. He's going to eat. Let me yep. tell you. Defense Jordan, line, and Jordan Brooks will be sitting right next to him, and they'll be just eating right next to each other, just getting all the tackles. Got, got that burn-up forward and that old Sam and Thomas that can't get upstream, been trying to get upstream last four years. Oh, don't get me started on him. All right, back to you in the studio. Hey Tyler, Tim, you got any guys you want to throw out there real quick before we wrap up? Uh, as far as as far as uh, rookies go, um, 
the kid's not a big time IDP name, but just based off the opportunity, he probably will see uh, Ernest Jones, linebacker for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you know, not a great you know linebacker the there in in LA. So this kid's probably going to see the field. He's probably going to get opportunity. Opportunities going to come tackles. That's a guy. Uh, you know. And under drafts, after the draft, you can pick him up as a free agent. And another guy you might want to grab up now and hold for next year if you have the uh, space on the taxi squad, Monty Rice, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I believe they have two, at least one. I think there's two guys um, there in that linebacking core that are actually set to be free agents next year. So if this guy can uh, – if Monty can prove to be some sort of contributor this year – he could possibly, uh, you know, work his way into a starting role for next season. So Monty Rice is another guy. Yeah, I think yeah. Jayon Brown just came back on a one-year deal, if I remember okay. correctly. Who I like Jayon Brown a lot. So yeah, yeah Monty Rice. I love Jayon Brown. Love Same. Brown. Great in coverage. Tyler, you got any? Uh, you got any last nuggets? Um, nuggets. I would probably say uh, Ch- Chasserot has made some noise up in here, up here in Minnesota. I know up that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he's made some news. Yeah. Uh, a Florida State guy, Doug, also in Minnesota, Janarius hmm. Robinson, Janarius big Robinson. Ath- athletic guy. Uh, Daniel Hunter, he restructured, but mm-hmm. what was Daniel Hunter when he came to Minnesota? Super oh. athletic, raw, yeah, young, yeah. back up, needing to yeah. learn. <laughs> Zimmer to- Patrick Jones, tell me about what I ain't heard nothing about Patrick Jones. And that I, was the guy coming out of Pitt that I was excited about to be across from Hunter. Do they got I haven't heard, more of that bar role? Yeah, I, I haven't heard too much about him. The, ah, I just think they're excited about the athleticism that. of Robinson. I've heard a lot. They're okay. they're just excited about the the mold that they could do with this yeah. guy. I mean, Florida State guy, high recruit. They're sitting here thinking, okay, if we can get this guy on the right track, he could be our mm-hmm. he could be our Daniel Hunter replacement. But uh, I'm I'm gonna do a buy high, and it's uh, it's a guy up Kyle here, Pitts. no, <laughs> that we had up here in Minnesota uh, in college, and that's Antoine Winfield. Mm-hmm. If you have the possibility so of getting Winfield and a buy high, like I think this year we all thought he was good last year. I think this year he's going to blow. Kind of like I mean, Buddha did. He he year mocked two. he mocked Tyree Kill in the Super Bowl. What's not to love? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Buddha blew up year two and That's three. Good, good I point. I, I think Antoine Winfield's going to go the same path, and he's like in IDP. It, he's going to be he's going to become almost untouchable. He's going to be that guy. It's going to just boom week after boom week after boom week. I love it. I got a couple of saints I want to touch on real quick, just from the rookie standpoint. It's uh, a couple of guys that I like at their current costs is uh, defensive end Peyton Turner. And I also like Mm. linebacker Pete Werner. Um, You can get them in a lot of drafts after the fact. So those are two guys I think that will play right away as rookies that have opportunities. So keep an eye on those names as well. Are Um, those Manning brothers? (laughs) (laughs) They might be. Um, So, that's going to wrap us up. Doug, give us the stage is yours. Let us know where we can find you, what you're working on. Shameless plugs left and right. Hit us with them. All right. Uh, first of all, the Patreon is patreon.com forward slash rated Come over to the Patreon, sign up for the minimum deal, and that'll get you entered to. That'll get you one of Doug's site. kids. <laughs> uh, that's that's actually the only place that I rank right now. That's the only place that I write articles right now. Is over there at that Patreon. 
patreon.com forward slash rated FF live. Um, with the uh, lowest membership, to be honest with you, I think it's three bucks a month. Okay. I, I know we don't like talking dollars, all that stuff. That's fine. Three bucks, three bucks a month to uh, get you, uh, you know, the sleepers, the streamers. Um, I'll sit down with you one on one. We'll screen share your team. Um, I'll bring, uh, we'll, we'll screenshot that league, and maybe I can come up with some trade ideas. Uh, you know, some IDP for offense. Uh, something that's, you know, I know it's hard to approach people whenever you ain't been in an IDP league and be like, man, I need a wide receiver. But all I got these two, you know, killer linebackers. How do I go about getting an offensive guy? I'll sit down with you. We'll go over that. Um, and that also gets you a, a, a wrestler in my newest creation. Everybody knows I'm always doing something. Well, this year for Hoodies for Hope, um, if you make a donation to Hoodies for Hope and uh, sign up for the Patreon, you will get your own wrestler, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. It's a... Uh, it's a wrestling game on PC and Xbox and PS4. You create these wrestlers and uh, simulated matches. It's barbed wire matches, uh, landmine matches, and it, well, death it's death match action, little death match action. Uh, oh, you I'm, like the death match? Yeah. I make I make all the wrestlers from complete scratch. I've made uh, Hollywood Titan. I've made Jorge Edwards, Nate Markham, um, uh, J Mo Icon, Dabari, Walk. Um, it's a big wrestling promotion and it's called cool. PHW power hour wrestling. So, uh, <laughs> head on over patreon.com forward slash rated FF live. And then everything else, Twitch, discord, um, Twitter, YouTube is at IDP power hour, baby. I D P P O W E R H O U R. IDP power nice. hour. Type that in on any platform, you probably find us. And we'll find Doug. That's right. That's Shout out Clutch Rush. Call <laughs> up Clutch Rush 72. Go follow Clutch Rush. That's nice. So thank you, Doug, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It's nice to mix it up every so often and talk about something that I really enjoy is IDP because we don't talk about it a ton. So I love it. So that's going to do it this week for the Dynasty Happy Hour. Thank you to Doug once again. For Tim and Tyler. And then we're going to find the best friend, Doug, and then we're going <laughs> to give him a best friend hug. See? Doug, Doug is where it's at. There's Doug, Doug the dog from Up. There's Doug, Doug from Hangover. Dougs are everywhere. Whether you like it or not, we're up in your ear holes right now. So that'll do it for Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you next week. <laughs>